everybody, welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com, movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley, and I'm super excited for this episode, because I'm joined by Flavor Flav himself, all the way from the City of Angels, Wow! starring Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan. Such a touching movie. Did I blow out? I don't want the world to see me, because I I don't think that they'd understand. (laughs) <sighs> Everything's made to be broken. It's Doug, everyone. Goo Goo Doug. Goo Goo Doug. Way better than L.A. Doug. Did I blow out the? I don't know if these are. You blew out my speakers heart. when you I blew did out Flava Flav. My heart, Moo Heart. Thanks for having me, Mister Bromley. Thanks for being here. Doug is actually here in Chicago, so we're recording this live in the studio before the end of 2019. It's very exciting. But it won't come out until 2020. Which I'm talking to Johnny <laughs> in, in the, the future. future. Is that so my question is, okay, so the podcast launched yeah. in 2010. Yeah. This will be the first podcast of 2020. No. Fudge. <laughs> Why not? Who has the first podcast of 2020? Because uh, we will have at least three episodes in 2020 before this comes out because mm. we have to do all our whole best of series. So <laughs> we do overrated, underrated. <laughs> then we do best of 2020. <laughs> Best of 2019. Then we do best horror of 2019. Blurg. Then this episode. Mm. Then that happened. Yeah. Then all that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Pearl Harbor. Let's just say I caught him red-handed and it wasn't pretty. Nice. Both great lines. Well. Both great films. It's a free country. Or (laughs) at least it will be. Is that what she says? Something along those lines. The Patriot. I love like Great a screenplay is like I'm taking two of those many... movies. By the way, written I believe by Randall Wallace. I think the he one wrote who, the Braveheart, Patriot, right? Yeah, I want to say he, he wrote, wrote the, the Braveheart. Patriot, I believe, and I just... he wrote Pearl Harbor. And it's one thing he's to, like, our most talented screenwriter. I'm going to write about historical, like uh, you know, I'll make it, I'll fictionalize certain aspects of it. But yeah. like, to go to that extreme is yeah. just sort of like. I don't know. How can you just... It's a free country. It's like an expression that I guarantee was not used in 17... <laughs> I don't think it whatever, was. Whatever, you know? Well, she made or it Or at up. least it will be. Oh, gosh. The, the douche Patriot. chills that I got. I saw The Patriot in a double feature with you. Yep. The Patriot and... It was in... Second view... No. No, it was uh, Gladiator. Yes, it was. Gladiator of Gladiator. And The Patriot. Two yeah. movies you should definitely see no. with another movie that's, that's just rough... as long and bloated. That's a rough night because Gladiator is not starting till like 9.30, 10 o'clock. And yes. it's a two and a half hour movie. And we'd already seen it, but your sister was there. Yeah, she was. Which I remember that sense. too. Yeah. And The Patriot was just a not very good movie. No, not mm. very good. I remember seeing a preview for it where it's they show this um, sweeping shot of the the bay or the sea and all these ships and i was like oh this looks like it could Are be you sure that wasn't troy <laughs> it might have been <laughs> no i think it was the I, they both had them but of course that scene is like uh not even in the, i mean it's in the movie probably yeah. but it's like it has nothing to do with i was like oh it's gonna be this big That's okay the movie has nothing to do with patriotism he no. just wants revenge for his son's murder i do not remember anything he's like give me back my son <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and i'll then pay got, you whatever ransom you want and then he was canceled <laughs> right we're talking about canceling people, everyone. <laughs> uh, Patriot, Gladiator. Do you remember going to the theater and seeing yeah. oh. uh, and, and hopping from theater to theater? Do you yes. still do that? No. I don't either. You can't really, A, because uh, reserve seating makes that impossible. Oh, yeah. B, because every movie is two and a half hours long, and right. by the time you get out of one, you don't want to see anymore. No. And C, we have 
kids and families and oh. who's got the time. Well, I think all those things are accurate. Also, it's wrong. <laughs> Stealing light, I believe you used to say. <laughs> what? What are they going to do? This is Patrick talking to me in the 90s. Yeah. What, Doug? What are they going to do? Arrest me for stealing light? Yeah. I'm like, Patrick, I, I don't think you should. Pull out my switchblade. Right. And say, sneak into Gladiator with me for the second time. But it was actually a switchblade comb, and then you'd comb your hair. But it looked cool. Huge fake out. But <laughs> quite a quaff. But I... uh used to do that all the time would would you know on a sunday i'd go and buy a ticket for something and then like see two maybe three that was pretty average yeah four i you I definitely mean, would see simply irresistible i saw simply irresistible no you accidentally went into simply yes. irresistible when i went when to go we were see playing by heart which how could i i literally <laughs> the few times i've driven up to the theater where it's like i know patrick and my friends are at this movie i don't remember the name and you look at the marquee and it's like they're all so generic i once went to see uh this was not that long ago a direct-to-video steven seagal movie opened on one screen and it happened to be the theater that i go to and i was like i definitely want to see a steven seagal movie on the big screen for the first time since 1994 and um the titles of his movies are so generic that I was in the movie. I had to get up to pee at one point. I had to check the name of the marquee before I left to pee because I was like, I will not find this movie because I don't remember what it's called, even though I'm in it right now. There's a movie. I believe it was called Absolution. That's not even a real word. <laughs> um, there was a movie. My wife was talking to my sister. We're in town for the holidays and so lots of family time. And my wife was recommending a movie with... Um, uh, Elizabeth Moss and Mark Duplass, a really good movie that we had seen probably yeah. three years ago. Yeah. And she's like, Doug, what's the name of that movie? And I'm just like, I I remember the movie. It's <laughs> it's it's got some interesting, quirky things going on. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's a very it's a good movie. I like it. And do you remember the name of it? The one I love. The one. Okay, so it took me a second to get it. I was gonna say it, it would have worked better if you didn't, because the one I love is as generic <laughs> as simply irresistible. Or I believe it was called Absolution. Playing by heart. I mean, it's they're all okay. To be fair to playing by heart, mm-hmm. and I'm nothing if not fair to playing <laughs> You've by constantly heart. proven that on nearly every podcast, Patrick. Uh, the original title, of course. Do you remember it? The original title, of playing, playing by, by heart. heart. Yeah. It has a famously bad title. Murder, Death, Kill. <laughs> Dancing about architecture. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> Which, by the way, like, I'm not... More a, memorable, It's a bad terrible title. title. Right, but I would almost it's, rather it's it be It's Peanut called Butter that. Falcon Bad. Yes. But at the same time, like, I don't... I'm not in the movie biz. You've misrepresented yourself <laughs> for a lot of years. But I'm just... I don't know if I'm, like, in... I get, I, I get it in your marketing and you want to like appeal to a mass audience, but I just don't get, well, it seems like they went too far in the other direction, like dancing about architecture. What does that mean? That's stupid. That's right. not commercial. And what there's What's a reason the that they mentioned that in the movie. Title. Though, oh they? yeah. They talking about love. It's like dancing about architecture or one of the many right. Memorable lines from playing by heart. Gosh, a movie like I liked a... in 1999. Right. That I have no memory of. Who's the, it seems like such an Ed Burns type line, by the way, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the nineties the yeah. where, He's just so in love with his like little. But romantic. his dialogue is never clever. Like no. I like Ed Burns, but his dialogue is always just like, there, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> like that's how characters burn one another in Ed Burns movies. He's like, I'm from Brooklyn. I miss Vin Diesel when he died in that French village. <laughs> He's the one who lives. He is, in- and yet Matt Damon remembers it all. How does that work? No, it makes perfect sense that the that was face- William Goldman who was like furious that the whole. He's like, it should have been Ed Burns's memory. Why isn't Matt Damon's well, memory? Even he wasn't on the mission. There's, there's a few shortcuts in that movie. Even we're talking about Saving Private Ryan, right? I assume so. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, very we're not still talking about playing. By heart. 
where there's the very first hard cut from old man Matt Damon to to Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. And then, so you think it's Tom Hanks' story for the longest time. It's a very... But he's all earned this. By the way, hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah. I'm not trash talking. That's a good movie. You are wrong about seeing Private Ryan. I haven't seen it in a long time. Patrick does not like that movie. He prefers... I like it enough. He prefers The Patriot. There's something about Mary. (laughs) Um, I like it enough, and I once watched the opening 20 minutes down here in my basement with the sound turned way up, and it's unreal. Yeah. Did I tell you that story about when my... I hooked up a 5.1 surround sound system for my dad. Okay. And um, he... You showed him Bad Boys 2? Because that's the first movie I watched when I got no, 5.1. I showed him... I'm like, Dad, check this out. My father, like, not a big this tech guy. This is called guy. playing by heart. <laughs> yeah. Not a big technology guy, but I, I bought this, like, 5.1 surround system. He had a big TV at the time when big TVs weren't super common. It was, like, a projection TV. And I just got the DVD of Same Private Ryan. I'm like, we're going to put on Same Private Ryan. DVD. The opening... Um, he's like he likes history and war stuff yeah. and uh, it's super loud I cranked yeah. it up yeah. um, not as loud as it went but it was during the day and it's like we, I dim the lights a little bit or close the curtains and it's like they're, st- they're storming Normandy and yeah. I look over and my dad's asleep <laughs> <laughs> legit in like a high back chair that's his review neck of saving Private down Ryan. drool the most intense right. filmmaking sequence of the last 20 years <laughs> and he's just like nope right <laughs> he's like he must have been tired i mean he must well, have, sure. he he was all tuckered out <laughs> he had a visit from the sandman he's all like saving Private ryan or 40 winks uh, 40, 40 winks, winks. <laughs> Anyway, it's great to be here, Patrick. I'm glad you're here. We've too. talked about a lot of movies already. <laughs> We've run through most of the movies we know, I think. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's a problem. It is. Um, I do have a question that I want to ask you. And it was something that was like posted on Twitter recently. And it may require you to think about it for a minute. I have one question, though, before we continue. In oh, Absolution, yeah. Yeah. do you find out why Richie did Bobby Lupo? <laughs> what? It's a line from a Steven Seagal movie. Oh, and he goes, no. fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. Is that an out for justice? I don't know. Because Richie, I feel like, is out for justice. We watched that down here once. It's part of a heavy action night. That I, movie's awesome, by the I way. I love a lot of, well, not a lot. I, I love <laughs> some Steven Seagal movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so fun. Yeah. And they're so of the time. Early 90s Seagal yeah. is, is the bomb. Okay, so I was, uh, I blanked. What were you asking me it's before okay. that? It's <laughs> okay. Somebody had posted this question on Twitter recently, and I haven't thought of an answer myself, so I don't have one. So don't turn it around and ask me. Mm. What is a movie or movies? <laughs> I can answer this question. <laughs> a is series it? of scenes. <laughs> Wait, that's not the definition of a movie? I'm pretty sure it is. It also applies to plays and television shows. <laughs> um, it's just light. You're just stealing light. <laughs> comb, comb, comb. Um... <laughs> Uh, what is a movie or movies that you think what is you have seen more than anyone else? Oh, I feel hmm. like this applies to you more than it does me because hmm. I feel like you rewatch more obscure stuff than I do. What? Um, what? What is it for you? Uh, shit! <laughs> shit! Fuck you! Schultz. Hoisted <laughs> on my own lightsaber, Picard. Yeah, I believe it's Picard. Picard hoisted on my own Picard. Let's talk about Star Trek Picard. We could, but I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. A movie that I've seen more than anyone. I mean, that's impossible because I rank the Star Trek shows, <laughs> and then we'll get to Enterprise Numero Uno. Really, generate your your generations. Yeah, generations one. ride or die. What's two? Oh my God, you're gonna say Enterprise? It's happening. <laughs> Hold on, no, that's an interesting. Having question. not seen Discovery, so I Discovery's haven't seen all of the, the original table. series. 
Okay. And I have recently, well, in the last five or six years, been more turned on to it. I, I used to yeah. be more hands, uh, just arm's length. Yes. To the original series, to TOS. Right. But generation, uh, Next Generation, definitely number one. I've seen okay. all those episodes multiple times. Yeah. Um, it's it's between the original series, which I have not seen all of. Okay. So I don't know if that's a proper answer. Got it. Or Enterprise. Okay. Because I've seen all of Enterprise. Okay. I'm trying to watch more Deep Space Nine because, as we talked before at Taco Bell, everyone loves it. People say it's one of the best things ever. But you have to stick with it for a while. Yeah, and I'm I'm having a hard time with. Is Cisco. what people say. I haven't yeah. gotten there. Um, and also, um, I used to watch a lot of Voyager. I watched a lot of more Voyager than I thought I did. Voyager is the one I've seen the least of. Well, it's weird because I thought I saw the least of it, and then I put some on, and I'm like, this is all super familiar. So I must have watched it when it launched WB. Didn't it launch WB? We were trying to figure this out earlier. So it's got to (laughs) be next generation. Well, what else is there? I haven't really seen Discovery. Um, Okay, so next generation one, two is... Enterprise. Enterprise. Three original series. Yes. Four. Uh, It's a a toss-up between... I can't even Voyager and Deep Space Nine just because... It's got to be Voyager, okay, and then, and then Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine. Oh, wait, but I'm, I'm, I think that will be rectified the, the more I get into Deep Space Nine because I'm actively because people are upset right away. Now, a lot of people are like, Deep Space Nine is the best Star Trek. Well, show. you should hear what I have to say about the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like Deep Space Nine the best, so they're very upset that you just ranked it last. I no, I, I think it's you probably just ranked it last. Listen, I'm only like Rene Auberginois. He just passed away. Just passed away. I'm spitting on his grave. Body not even cold. Interesting. And you've just ranked his show last. Are you saying that I murdered Odo? <laughs> I'm saying the facts are not in. Is this a homodo say? I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying that'd be a better joke if your, the word homo wasn't in it, which makes me sound terrible. Your lifelong vendetta against Benson yes. makes you a suspect. Who was he in Benson, by the way? Hey, like an advisor. I haven't seen okay. Benson in over thirty years. What would, Benson was the butler, but he became the governor. Is that what happened with Benson? Or was he always the butler? Or was he always the governor? Am I being? Did he ever become the governor? Who is the governor right now? <laughs> Benson is a show I'm not familiar with except for one episode, which we shall not get into. <laughs> but um, I didn't know much about Rene Eber- yeah. uh, Azerbaijan. Um, that's not his name. That's the country in Europe. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about his uh, body work aside from Odo, which I right. really like the Odo character. Yeah, I like the shape-shifting. Probably the, my favorite character on that show. Again, I'm still probably only like part of the way through season three. Well, that's just it. So I'm... Release it on high def, you cowards. About and watch the Oh whole my thing. gosh, right? Because even the opening credits, like this needs to be redone. The opening credits are long and slow. And pixely. I prefer to skip the opening credits. Whereas Enterprise, I let the opening credits play. It's been a long time. Exactly. Long I'm like, road? Look at that. Time? I can't even. Uh, it's been a long road, I think. Getting from there to here. Yeah. You love Patch Adams, though, too. That's why you love <laughs> well, that song. Well, <laughs> it makes me nostalgic for Patch Adams. Is it weird that whenever I go to a doctor, I yeah. insist he wear a clown nose? <laughs> I have my own that I, I give. I don't think it's that weird. I've never seen Patch Adams. I drove to see it. I was working at a White Hen at the time. My yes. dad's White Hen. White Hen, for those years. who don't know, is like a 7-Eleven. It's a convenience store. Yeah. yeah, if you don't have 7-Elevens, you don't know what that is either. <laughs> it's like a Circle K. <laughs> uh, it was a convenience store that my dad owned that I worked Ooh, at for many years. Humble brag. Well, I'm just saying. He was, <laughs> he was a they king. They got first cuts of meats. <laughs> he was a king. Did your dad have the meats? Lottery and cigarettes. Um, Scratchers. I still have nightmares about working at the White Hen. Do you know that? I believe it because I used to go th- – this is how I think our friendship blossomed and grew because we were really good friends in high school. But then you'd worked at White Hen. I would go there on Sundays with no 
agenda. I yeah. would just go there and sit on the back counter while you dealt with the random because Sunday nights were slow, so yeah. we'd talk about you know one day starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what's a podcast? And I'd be like, just you wait. Because <laughs> this is the 90s. Um, white Hen, working at the White Hen. Oh, and I was... It's interesting because in recent years, you know, I've received various medical diagnoses mm. um, that went I undiagnosed for many, many years. And so now I can look back and say, oh, that's what this was. Oh, I was severely depressed Oh, and left White Hen like in tears because I was just and went to see Patch Adams. It, oh. was, it was my cure. And I got a hot dog, which I never did at the <laughs> movies. <laughs> but I remember but you eating a hot it. dog and watching Patch Adams, a movie I, I did not like. I thought you were going to say something like how Patch Adams helped you diagnose. No. <laughs> he put on his clown nose and he touched my heart. That's, uh, that's, I have never seen it. I didn't know you yeah. were so depressed back then. Yeah. Um, I thought it's because this, uh, years this guy life. kept hanging out at the way. <laughs> he would not leave me like, alone. Make me sandwich. Yeah. I never asked for a sandwich. <laughs> I knew those things were gross. No, they're actually pretty good. You make good yeah, sandwiches. we used to get them sometimes and bring them back to my house. I found it anything. more interesting that the local police would stop by for their free coffees. Yes, and they sure would. Several of them were very friendly, and maybe one or two of them was like too buddy buddy. And one sure. time I left, I had to go home, and he followed me. I made sure to like go the speed limit because I didn't know like where if it was a joke or not. He followed me to the city limit oh, until wow. I got into our hometown. And it was just sort of like, and then I saw him like maybe a month later. And then later. when you turned around, he was shaking his fist in the air right. because you'd gotten away. Because <laughs> I was doing 40 exactly. <laughs> but then a month later, I saw him and I'm like, hey, well, what was it? He's like, yeah, I just was making sure that you drove right. And I'm like, that, the, you, like you're like you an actual police officer and I'm an actual 19-year-old. Like, I don't know. Are we friends? Yeah. Are we like, is this something? The irony can... is our store was being held up at the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the one <laughs> cop on the beat is like following Doug home. My dad's philosophy was if we gave the cops free coffee they would come around a lot and that would discourage i would crime think that works you yeah, were never were always cops held, in held up or anything were you i personally was not and also no one else was oh <laughs> ever <laughs> i mean maybe oh there is a story though one time the u.s representative who was leading the oh he used to come in regularly trial. right so the the guy he's Henry dead Hyde. Oh, <laughs> i was gonna like be all like Vague oh no, about, it's fine. Like, it's Henry fuck Hyde. That guy. Yeah, he passed away. Big time. But he was the one of the main reps in charge of the impeachment of Bill Clinton, and it was a, a sham, uh, as everyone knows. And he would come in, and you would refuse to serve him, which yep. I thought was really great. Yeah, yeah. So F- I, guy. the other who, person who I was working was, with would serve him. It's not like he yeah, left without buying his it's newspaper. It's your own little small protest because yeah. you're, you know, whatever. I get it. Yeah, I've never seen Primal Fear. Come me some <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I've never seen Cool Runnings also. I was thinking about this Neither in my I. head. Why okay. is that the movie you went to? I don't know. I was just thinking about stuff I never saw. Are we just naming movies we haven't seen? And I'm thinking, there's a bunch. But my first thought when I, like, in my head, I was thinking about movies. Cool Runnings? No, I was thinking about winter movies on the oh. like, drive over. I'm like, what movies are about Didn't you cold... date a girl whose favorite movie was Cool Runnings? I don't know. Okay. I don't want to say her it? name, but her name was Sarah. And I, oh. I'm almost positive her favorite movie was cool. It might have been. I, w- I don't even know if I would have. I don't know why that's taking that. up real estate in my brain, by the way. Because <laughs> it's about a movie. <laughs> Hello. But I was thinking about I think movies. at the time I was like, whose favorite movie is Cool Runnings? <laughs> but I've never seen it, so that's not fair. It's not fair. But John it's Candy is in it. a little fair. May he rest in peace. He's gone the way of Henry Hyde and Rene Auberginois. And the Jamaican bobsled team. Oh. Just the team, not the people in the team. <laughs> Just like, I don't think they actually have a team anymore. Isn't Dougie Doug in that movie? How could you not have seen it? I know. It's you need my to name support twice your own. over. Yeah. 
Um, I no, I was what thinking about for? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about. Um, uh, it's after Christmas now, yes, and how it's now just the doldrums of winter and how terrible it is, and it's yeah. just windy. We're out today, and it's you're like, going back to Los Angeles. What are I you, am, but what are you I'm complaining about it's still like you know I get it. So I was thinking about winter movies, and I was thinking like Cool Runnings, and I'm like I've never seen that movie, and the first thought I had was like I bet Adam Risky has several times, and I bet it's no. It seems from that period. Well, and that's just he's it. more of a '90s kid than yeah. we are. How he's a couple years younger, yeah, and it seems like something he'd seen. I, I don't have a follow up to that. Just okay. to say, I think Adam Risky has seen Cool. You might be right. So if you're Adam Risky in the comments, <laughs> tell me if you've seen <laughs> Cool. Just, a, just simple yes or no. Is it better than drafting? Nothing I, is better than drafting. I only recently saw My Father the Hero for the first time. What's that movie? Gerard Depardieu pretending to date his teenage daughter, played by Katherine Heigl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. A weird premise. Is this the very hero? much a remake of a French comedy? Because okay. like in France, you can get away with that yeah. weird shit. Uh, but I, it reminded me of a time when we tried to make Gerard Depardieu like an American movie star. Yeah, and that did not happen. Because why would it? He makes perfect sense in sort of a period. Wasn't he in some sort of like swashbuckling movie or two? Like that uh, makes he's sense. in the Man in the Iron Mask. Like it makes sense to put him in that. He's got that look. It also makes a sense to put him. He naked looks like a, a gorg. It makes sense to put him naked in a bed next to Robert De Niro and have a chick jerk them both off at the same time. What? This isn't a real movie. What is this movie? What are you talking about? You don't know this movie? <laughs> no. Don't look at me right now. Like is I've this got a third dirty eye. grandpa. No, this is a movie from like the seventies. It's Gerard Depardieu naked next to Robert De Niro naked okay. in a bed. Okay. And a female in the middle of them. Uh, wow. Massaging their privates penises. wow and uh they're both like arms back looking at each other smiling i want to pull it up on my phone right now and show you i mean go ahead you could look at De Niro's i don't need to see it i just want to know what the name of the movie is because oh. i'm very unfamiliar with that movie i will post it in the comments section. okay thank you <laughs> right underneath adam risky's comment re colon cool runnings <laughs> what movie have you seen more than anyone else um that's hard to say i mean i've seen uh Things come on TV and I, or, you know, I just, I, now it's a point where I'm actually just putting stuff on that's like comfortable and okay. whatever. But I mean, Blues Brothers is okay. the first thing that popped in my head or Airplane. Okay. But I mean, okay. I, I guarantee millions of people our age have seen Airplane. But like how many times have you rewatched something like, yeah, say, you, Dead Man on Campus? Oh, okay. That's a better, yeah, you know, that that's better because it's way. It's Fewer a, people will yeah. have rewatched that movie. Airplane, Blues Brothers, the other thought, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like right. those movies are seen by so many people. Right. But a dead man on campus or a dude where's my car? Right. Those types of movies I've seen. But I, I, I do have an issue. I'll answer this question. Okay. But I do have an issue. I think people are so hyperbolic with this, these sorts of answers. Like I've seen it easily a hundred times, and that's. I don't think I've ever seen a movie a hundred times. I think that's impossible, unless you're just like a you know that's all you do. Which I get that there are people out there who probably have seen a movie a hundred times. JB has seen Animal House a hundred times because I, I used to go see it every single night. And, when and it was I out. believe that. Yeah. But I do think it's such shorthand for sort of the hyperbolic world in which we live. No, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I've seen that so many times. And it's like, you probably saw it like three times and three and a half times or like little bits and pieces. Yeah. But Dead Men on Campus, I've probably seen 11 times, 12 times. No, twice in the theater. I'm trying, I'm, being, I'm trying to be honest. Yeah, I'm trying right, to like right. really piece it together. Um, when did it come out? 98? 98, baby. So no, that's Summer, it's been more August, than that. Because it's, I would say like I, I watch it at least once a year. <laughs> Okay. So it's been more so than that's that. over 20 But times. I saw it twice in the theater with okay. you. So that's 22 like Mid-appendicitis with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And I remember it's one of those movies, and I think there's a whole subcategory here of this question that's like, what movies were you fond of? 
and that when you met your future wife, were you like, oh, babe, you need to see this movie. Mm. It's so funny. And then you watch it, and within five minutes, you're like, oh, my gosh, this was a mistake. Like, abort, abort. I don't think I have any of those, but not because I'm like, my taste is unassailable, but I just can't remember, like, showing something to Erica and having it totally bomb. Well, I think a DMOC... There's stuff that I keep, like, private. Sure. Like, I've rewatched the show Holliston many, many times. <laughs> right. And I don't show it to other people because I'm like, no one's going to like this as much as I do. So why would I show it to them? Right. And I think now the the added context is my wife now knows me so well that there's nothing I could show her or would show her that would shock her. I think everything kind of tracks. She's like Enterprise number two. I get it. Yeah. No, I mean, she definitely, well, I, this past summer, that's as recent as I've watched Enterprise, the (laughs) entire series. She was on board with it. She'd be like, because I'd go upstairs and I'd pull up the, the laptop or the iPad and she'd go to bed and I'd be watching. It, You're like, like, it's my, my Tapalta time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had my noise canceling headphones on. She can't hear it. Faith this. of the heart. Right. <laughs> so there's obviously now it's like there's nothing that. But I do think like in the courtship process when you're putting on the best version of yourself. Right. Where it's like, I want her to think that I'm funny. So I'm going to show her a funny movie or right. something that's interesting. Um, and putting on a movie that I thought was funny. And I do have a fondness for Dead Men on Campus. Let's just say Dead Men on Campus. Yeah. But it's like there's parts of that movie that are so objectively bad that are yeah. sort of like, what were they thinking? Yeah. It's so terrible. But yeah. the overall flavor, and I love like Mark Paul Gossler and Tom Everett Scott and all yeah. those, you know, the characters. And it's, it's good. It's good. Jason, who's that? Who's it? Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. Who plays a heavy? It's just it's kind of out of type now because it's like the bumbling. The movie star studded. It is Poppy Montgomery. Poppy Montgomery. Who can forget Poppy Montgomery? Her career blew up. I think she was on a TV show. She for was a on long like time. a CSI or something yeah, on one CBS of, or one of those. Criminal Minds or Bones. Shows I think on mom, CBS all have. I believe initials. her name is Temperance Brennan. <laughs> oh, that's we all know that's Emily. Doctor Bones. <laughs> Doctor. She has a PhD. Please. Um, so yes, I think a Dead Men on Campus or a there was a couple movies in that same vein that. I, you and I could, you know, like Varsity Blues, but Varsity Blues has seemed to have kind of, people like it more. It's kind of lived on. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. People talk about that movie. Nobody really talks about no. it on campus. No. A lot of those MTV movies. It was a golden age for MTV films. Yeah. Um, here's another what question. What was the first MTV movie? With Joe's the, Apartment. Joe's Apartment with uh, the Mr. Romaine Stamos. Jerry O'Connell. That's <laughs> not the Stamos part. <laughs> He took Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Romaine Stamos. Katsopolis. <laughs> He's just like, Joe's apartment just like floating around the room with spray paint cans. You'll never guess his secret identity. <laughs> A show I've never seen. You've never seen. I don't know if I, I just remember the theme song yeah, and the too. opening. Yeah. No, was he, this was Which was post, like a weird syndicated show. Post Stand By Me. Post pudgy Jerry O'Connell, right. but still a little pudgy. Pre comeback Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Which would have been like Joe's apartment was kind of like the start of the O'Connell sons. <laughs> which we are still living in O'Connell sons because Joe uh, I maintain he's always the best thing in whatever he shows up in he is in um, uh, she's uh, uh, the, can't hardly wait can't hardly wait thank yeah. you and he plays the college guy yeah. that comes back does, to does, tell does a little cameo right and he's like my point is sort of like he has become this sort of like the stereotype for a cut jock and it's funny to think of him as like the pudgy kid right, from right, Stand right. By Me right with the you know or the guy with all the cockroaches in his apartment <laughs> which apartment is that I can't remember. I say, I think it's Joe's. Jim's? <laughs> I think it's Jim's apartment. I've never seen Joe's apartment. No. Some people swear it's like underrated. I'm sure people swear everything's <laughs> underrated. I mean, come on. 
I do think it's funny that MTV launched, as we talked about Enterprise earlier before the podcast rolled, how they used a song from Patch Adams to basically be the theme song. And again, not just any theme song to Star Trek, but the first Star Trek theme song with lyrics and the, the Star Trek that is supposed to launch the UPN network right. and also kind of revitalize the entire franchise. The prequel series. That they choose that song. And Dr. Phlox always wore that funny nose. Dr. Fox wore a funny nose? Yeah, the the clown nose. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> oh, Fox. By the way, who refers to a clown nose as a funny nose? <laughs> what else would you call I'm it? Thinking, well, my, I'm in the Star Clowns Trek. Are funny. My brain's in Star Trek right now, so I'm thinking, like, what? The Bajoran nose? The Cardassian <laughs> nose? Nerd. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But, uh,. I think it's funny that like MTV, my point is sort of like, we're going to use this song. Like it didn't go through the proper quality yeah. control. And all of a sudden yeah. like Joe's apartments, the, the movie that launches the MTV studio yes. brand. Yes. That makes sense to me. I miss when networks launched their, you know, Nickelodeon films launches. Good burger. Mm. It was a golden age of good burger was filmed right where I live. now. I, t- I took a picture of it for that Instagram thing. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's just a burger stand thing. <laughs> or no, it's a Mexican food. place. How are their burgers? <laughs> They're pretty good. <laughs> good taco. I believe Here's, another, <laughs> Here's another question I have for you. Yes. Because you had just said something like you were talking about I when you first were dating Shadia and you would show her stuff. And mm. Has Shadia ever, or really any girl you've dated, have they ever come to you and said like, I want to show you this movie? No. Why is that a specifically male phenomenon? Is it? Because I guarantee... I'm uh, sure there are women listening Heather who are like, Lixon. no, I've shown... Yes, absolutely. Right. But I feel like there's this thing, and I'm getting into tricky territory and I should just stay the fuck out. <laughs> I feel like I it is it. this specifically male trait where It's a high like, fidelity thing, right? It is. Like, yeah. I want to sh- show you this thing because I want you to like it too. Yes. Because that's important to me, that you like this thing that I like. I think this is going to get... T- this might be really dumb. <laughs> I think guys it's late. We're in it. have a hard time showing or sharing who they are sometimes. And okay. I think sometimes using media okay. is sort of a, a Cliff's Notes version or a shortcut to, if you want to know what I'm about, mm-hmm. you'll also love Starship Troopers. Like, right? I mean, because I, I can definitely, I, I do feel more comfortable talking about myself, but mm-hmm. I do think in the courtship process, when you're trying to like impress a girl or a guy... And um, showing them something that is, like, proficient and well-made might make you look proficient and (laughs) (laughs) well-made. Which is why I show them the AFI Top 100. The Dead Men on Campus. (laughs) Yeah, could you imagine, like, I'm sure there are guys out there that do that, too, but it's like, you should totally see Rashomon. Oh, there was, when I was in grad school, there was this. Oh, here we go. These undergrads. Why don't you call it graduate school? (laughs) (laughs) There were undergrads who were in the film program. Mm. And they all had the list. They all carried the list with them, and they were constantly showing it to like the girls that they wanted to date. It wasn't it was a like, single list. It was their own lists, right? It was their own list, but they right. all had the same fucking movie. Well, you know, they yeah, all had Fight, Fight Club. Club and Boondock Saints Boondock and Donnie Saints. Darko yes. and Clockwork Orange. Like right. the same movies were on the list, but I'd they all had their Orange. list. And I remember an undergrad giving it to one of the other grad students who I shared an office with. It was like, these are the movies you need to see. These changed my life. And I'm like, that's such a guy thing. Yeah. It is, I think, absolutely. And that's a little different, I think, though, than what I was referring to in terms of, like, courting a girl, impressing her, whatever. Because I don't think I was... I was under no false pretenses in assuming that Dead Man on Campus was, like, a good movie, but just a movie that's sort of, like, it's underrated. You probably haven't heard of it. There's a lot of funny things in it, and this might help explain why I'm 
so quirky and cool. And when you first, <laughs> by the way, I just said that out loud. Met your wife. <laughs> yes. One of the things that you guys initially bonded over was comedy. It was. Yeah, I met Shadia and uh, I lied to her. That was the first thing I did <laughs> for real. I lied to her twice, like pretty early on. You told her no convictions. I told her no convictions. No, I told her um, <clears throat> that we. Were, I was at a friend's apartment in Chicago, and was she it Joe's showed apartment? up. <laughs> it was Joe's apartment. Cockroaches everywhere. <laughs> I said, "Let's get out of here. It's kind of creepy." And I said, Let's "It go was over to Good Burger." One o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, and then like we both have which to was go it? Home. It's I can't, <laughs> I can't recall. And uh, she, I'm like, "Where do you live?" She said, "I live uh, near. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, she lived on Barry, uh, like Racine and uh, Diverse. No, Belmont." Matter and Southport, kind of near there. And I said, me too. And I did not live near there. <laughs> I just wanted to sh- split a cab. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. before Ubers and Lyfts. And I said, um, "Let's." I live in that general direction anyway. I live kind of the opposite direction at um, Irving Park and Lincoln and Damon. This is for the Chicago people. Oh, yeah. Getting all the references. Oh, absolutely. They're There's all just that- like, Demon Dog, yeah. <laughs> right, Demon Dog. And, uh, <laughs> Demon Judes. <laughs> She lived right by Big City Tap, which was a late night bar, and we were going to go there, but it was packed, and it's Big Shitty Tap, and it was oh. terrible, and we were not drunk. You burnt. So she invited me upstairs, and we nothing happened, but she showed me, um, I, I guess in a way she was like this too. She didn't like show it to me. It was just kind of on. She's like, this is what I'm watching. Feel free to watch also. But it was <laughs> Strangers with Candy, the Candy oh, yeah. Central TV show. And of course, right away I'm kind of like, this girl's awesome. This is like such a funny, dark unknown show a little mm-hmm. more known now i think with amy sedaris being kind of just the best um but at the time it was definitely like so i lied said let's put a cab i ended up like bonding with her in her apartment and i left very gentlemanly and then later this to, to finish the story um she was a, she's still is a huge snoop dog fan and she texts me i think we were texting or maybe like emailed me this is before i don't know texting i think and she's like snoop dog is it was playing like t9 phone pretty, right? pretty much yeah like the I feel like I keep spitting on you. Sorry. I like it. <laughs> um, say it, I prefer that you spray, spray it. it. Schultz. Yeah. Um, she said, Snoop Dogg is playing Northerly Island for some festival. Um, we should go see it. And of course, an invite, like we weren't officially dating yet, but the prospect of spending a night hanging out with this cool chick was sipping on gin and juice pretty much. And I'm like, I love Snoop Dogg and right. I don't know much about <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I don't dislike Snoop Dogg at all. Sure. And I've grown to like more of him. But at the time she is such a big Snoop Dogg fan. It's really funny now in retrospect that I was just like, yeah. And of course my little into that festival was, it was such a weird festival. The shins were playing at the mm-hmm, festival too. Mm-hmm. And I like the shins cause mm-hmm. I'm like that. Cause you asshole. saw garden state. Right. <laughs> And it changed your life, right? right? Isn't that what she says? This will change your life? Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, so that was the two lies. I said, I live near you, and let's go see Snoop Dogg. I love the Snoop Dogg. It worked out. And it worked out. And uh, been married many years. for you the first time that night. Three kids. This is a beautiful kids. story. It is. The lie. So I remember it was listen, around when the 10 came out, because there was this yes. whole conversation about you wanting her to come see the 10 with you. Yes. Um, and it didn't happen. It did not happen. I saw the 10. The 10 you. came out, very limited release. I want to say it was probably at the Music Box. Maybe Century. It was Century. Oh, yeah. Century Landmark in uh, Diversity and Clark. Clark. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say the streets. And uh, I had put it out to her and she was like, yeah, maybe. And I was kind of like, okay. And then like I brought it up again. She's like, yeah, maybe like Molly can come too, the, the, our friend who introduced us. And I was like, no, damn it. Like, I just, and it didn't, it didn't work out. So right. we did not see the 10. I think we actually ended up seeing it years later, and it's fine. There's some funny things. It's hard to live up to yeah. uh, what Hot American Oh, so that was the other thing, too. So when I met her, it wasn't just um, uh, Strangers with Candy. 
she told me her favorite movie was What Hot American Summer, and how could you not propose yeah, right. to a woman who right. says her favorite movie is What Hot American Summer? So right, you did the right thing though. You waited. I did to propose. <laughs> I had to make sure she wasn't cuckoo caca in Sano, <laughs> and she wasn't. She Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. I don't know that I've done the thing where I've like made people. I, I haven't made Erica watch stuff. I haven't like shown her stuff. I definitely used to be a tape maker. Yes, you still are. Not a tape, but you still make compilations. But and it's mixes. always. This is. I'm going to say one positive thing about myself. <laughs> and then that's whoa, whoa, it. whoa, 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 whoa! So that's fast. it for 2019, <laughs> and it's probably it for 2020. <laughs> what about the decade? Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> at the end I am of, laughing <laughs> at the end of High Fidelity. By the way, have you seen? You don't have Hulu. They're turning High Fidelity into a show, mm. but they've flipped the gender, so it's Zoe Kravitz as okay. the Rob. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, the it's based on a book by yes, Nicholas. What? Nick Hornby? Nick Hornby. I was, Nicholas Hornby? Is it like... <laughs> I'm very formal yeah, with yeah. all the Hornbys. <laughs> Uncle Nick. And it's not about the records. Is it about record store stuff? Is it... It's I don't know. very British. Yeah. And the, he... Obviously, John Cusack adapted it. Just like Fever Pitch is about soccer. Right. And it, they turned it into Boston Red Sox, right? Right. They turned it into a Jimmy Fallon vehicle. <laughs> I like that movie. Uh, I think I do, too, but I haven't seen it in a long yeah. time, and... I, I've grown something of an allergy to Jimmy Fallon in the years since I last saw it. Yeah. Um, you still love Taxi, though. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. Plus, Giselle Bunchen is in it, uh, and it was her big breakout movie oh role. Gosh. Giselle Bunchen. Every uh, supermodel gets, like, one breakout one movie role. One yeah. chance. Prove it. And, it's like, and how many of them actually... I don't know. Paulina Pornoskova had a... Yeah, her alibi. Her alibi. Yeah. Cindy Crawford had fair game. Yeah. Keep going. Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. She had a career. Has yeah. a career. She still acts. She's in Satanic Panic. Uh, I, I just watched I knew that. Alien from L.A. for the first time, starring Kathy Ireland. Oh. Before her role she was as also a kicker necessary, on the Texas Armadillo. Yeah, the, nece- the Necessary starring, Roughness. Starring Captain Archer. Oh, yeah. Bacula. <laughs> Archer pre-9-11. <laughs> Less serious <laughs> Captain Archer. Jonathan he liked, Archer. He liked movies. With his dog. movie night all the time. Porthos. <laughs> This is a Star Trek Enterprise podcast. Um, I would do that, by the way. I would, too. Just go episode by episode. Oh, my God. It would just be us not able to tell those two white characters apart. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's Trip? Right. What's the other guy's name? I can't remember. It's the British guy who's like the the weapons weapons guy. He's like the the kind of dweeby. I don't know. He's not that different from Trip. He's no wharf. I'll tell you that much. One has a British accent and one has a southern accent. And Trip is easily the third most likable character on that show yes but the yeah, other guy is not because actually i forgot about porthos <laughs> but but no i mean trip is has likability factors the british guy doesn't gets more interesting as the show goes on but the too. british guy doesn't so that's what makes it even more interesting that you can't tell them apart right because one guy is likable and one guy is sort of like objection he's like there is one actively... really good episode though where they get stuck in like a shuttle together yes that's a good episode yeah um, because it's an episode of Enterprise, <laughs> and they're all good. Because it opens with that Patch Adams song. <laughs> it's been a long exactly. Time. So what I was going to say is, at the end of High Fidelity, mm. John Cusack, aka Rob mm. Gordon, yes, he's Rob Fleming in the book. Rob Gordon. They totally made it more American. <laughs> what a Fleming? Who would buy that? Right. Playing by heart. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's dancing about architecture. Comes to the realization. He's making a a mixtape for 
his girlfriend, Laura. And he comes to the realization that he's filling it with songs that she would like. Hmm. And I feel like I've always done that. Yes. That it's never been about, that. (laughs) that it's never been about, here's all this stuff I like. I want you to like it too. It's Mm. always been. I see where this is going. Where's it going? I don't know. I always make (laughs) girls like me. No, I'm not. This isn't directed at you or anything like that. I'm just, I'm thinking back to all that. I used to make tapes for Erica all the time. Tapes and tapes? Tapes and tapes. And it was always full of stuff that I. Now, hold on. She would like her. In passing, she would tell me she liked. I heard this one song. I liked it. I would track it down. I would buy the CD to record the one song so I could put it on a tape for her. I believe all this. I'm not challenging your story. It's not a story. I'm not challenging this whatsoever. It sounds like you're about to challenge it. But don't you think also that, like, you're still, it's still done. You're not going to. If, let's say, I'm still hoping it will make her like me. No, no, no. I'm just saying, let's say Erica loves Chumbawamba. Yeah. You would not put Chumbawamba Tub Thumper on a, on a mix I wouldn't tape. have fallen in love with Erica. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be making her tapes. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that it, that's, it, it's actually a pretty interesting, messy thing you're describing because I think that there's so let's much more to it. it. <laughs> let's, but get, no, like, let's get our hands dirty. You're, you're, you're right. Like, Erica's tastes in stuff, which has, has been well, do- her tastes have been well documented on the podcast, on the site. She obviously worked at Blockbuster. She had... Uh, she was a movie fan since she was a very young person with E.T. and Annie and, <laughs> and Erica E.T. Annie Mueller. Um, um, she's told that story on the podcast. She hasn't? I don't know if she Ooh, is. Okay. It's not like a... Well, let me, well, allow me to tell <laughs> <laughs> Here not. is Erica's story. No. Um, all of that makes her such a wonderful person and a person you are destined to fall in love with. And all of that, obviously, um, her tastes... Um, are aligned with yours in a lot of ways. Yes. So even her musical taste, and I know that there's different things and there's crazy things that you love that she doesn't. And there's crazy things that she loves that you don't love. Sure. But I think that your mixtapes and compilations and things like that are definitely bridging the two. Yeah. It's still music that I like. Sure. Absolutely. I will say this. I think that I didn't make our stories are a little different. Well, for a lot of reasons, but obviously um, you had met Erica when you were, 2019 uh, i was 20 20 um i met shadio when i was 28 not a huge difference but in that in a way there's a big difference because obviously you're at very different stages of your life right i remember i don't think i would have needed to make shadia a tape to convince her that i was cool whereas i was doing that maybe she was other- like why aren't you making me cds <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you making me MIDI files? <laughs> but maybe I was doing that with other girls who were not, who were destined not to be with me because I was like trying to. to well, that that's to that's part of this it or phenomenon. To write it or to like to create something that isn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's obviously girls I've dated who were very very sweet and very nice and lovely, but were just not meant to be with me. And there were some that were not sweet or lovely or nice, but. Obviously, I remember those still not meant to be with me. And I think in those situations, sometimes maybe I was making something to kind of like patch some holes in sort of like patch and right. It's been a long road. Some atoms. <laughs> this is part of this phenomenon that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about all men and I'm not talking about all women. So, sure. you know, um, I'm not, I, I don't mean to make generalizations, but in my life, in my firsthand experience, I have seen a number of, men and i still see this on twitter trying to groom women into liking the things that they like i sure yeah instead of finding someone who likes those things yeah 
I, I, I'm very fortunate that I found somebody who liked yeah. those things. Yeah. And I, there was no grooming involved. Absolutely. No, I, I see it a lot. Um, mostly men and film Twitter sure, is yeah, a yeah. unique thing where it's like, it's very aggressive and very sort of the whole like jokes about last Jedi aside, like it is sort of like, it's so volatile that R- Ryan Johnson can't even go on and say like, Hey, Star Wars fans are the best. Great job. Uh, you know, new movie mm-hmm. where without getting the third comment down being like, fuck you, you ruined it. Right. You know? And it's like, why, why, why? Right. And that's a microcosm of sort of, you know, blow that up to, you know, courtship and, um, you've seen, I'm sure even some of the writers for the website can attest to this. They'll post something innocent and a comment about film and guys will kind of just be lecherous and gross with them because sure. they're guys and guys sure. are disgusting. Myself. Well, included. and the move is always, you know, it, it's speaking to a larger thing where it's like, I post a list of 10 things and the first comment is always like, you forgot number 11. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Gosh, all right. I mean, that, I is, guess, that is you know. so everything, right? It's right. like, here's my review of something. Well, you forgot to mention this. It's like, that's why it's my review. You want right. to write your review, you can write your review. But right. I do think, I want just going back to put a, to wrap this in a nice little bow. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, this podcast it is, is nothing <laughs> if, not, if not airtight. <laughs> Enterprise cast. It's the back to the future of podcasts. Um, that you, that your, your observation, I think is super accurate in terms of guys having a Thank list, you. uh, having whatever list they have of, you know, fight club and boondock saints or whatever, but also it being more of a male thing for sure. I mean, obviously there are exceptions. I'm positive that there are of women course. who have a list and of course, yeah, you know, Erica has her own lists of things, but not like that sort of like you need to like these things. Right. They're right. lists of things, things that she loves. It's right. not that she's insisting that no, anybody no. else love right. them as well. I also think it speaks to immaturity. I think if you, you know, by and large, again, a lot of generalities, but if you're talking about people who are, have good self-esteem and are confident sure, of their right. tastes and opinions, they're not trying to force their hand. They're just saying, these are things I love. Right. Um, and that's what we're all trying to be. And I think... For me, especially making, you know, going back to making mixtapes of songs or something where it's like, here's the things that I like, or here's why I'm showing you this movie. Maybe it's shorthand for like, get to know me. This helps understand or explain who I am. But it also speaks to insecurities, I think. And I was a lot, I was very insecure, I think, when I was in my late teens and early 20s trying to f- figure out who I am, you know, like you're trying to always, um, I'm, I'm happy with the person I am now, but I, I think it was not overnight, you know, you kind of. Sure you go through a lot of ups and downs and you meet the right people, you meet a lot of wrong people and you try to figure those things out. So I think it speaks to a lot of insecurities. But you're not insecure anymore. Oh, I'm, I'm, I am. Yeah, I don't I'm, know if I'm, you are. I'm not trying of to course I am about a lot of things, you know, but oh, yeah, I know me too. Um, oh, please. <laughs> I don't think I'm as I'm, I'm caring less and less. I don't mean that. In a, um, I'm caring less and less about what people think of me, but I still do even like, this is such a dumb example, but like flying on a plane with kids, I will never see these people again. If my kid cries or kicks a seat and they're pissed off at me, it's four hours. I'll never see them again. But I'm like still nervous and I don't want my kid to be, you know, that's a. Yeah, but that's, I mean, just general politeness, you know, like. You I, yeah, I guess, but I think it kind of, you can don't extrapolate wanna, that to something else where it's probably like, I want to make sure that like, if I really like for the other day, like I would recommend something to you, especially you, you and I go back so far and I, I respect your opinions and tastes about TV and movies. So when I give you a recommendation, like a cold recommendation, oh, yeah. I'm nervous about like, is he going to like it? I, I, I say that also knowing that you would never judge me. No, if you don't like it, you're not going to yeah. say like, who is this asshole? Right. Give me this. You know, it's not right. about that, but it's like, I just want to make sure that it's like, so there's some insecurity there in terms of like, I hope he likes it. You know, like, you know, I don't know. No, it's funny because like you are somebody who will recommend something to me 
and I will absolutely give it a chance. And then there's other people that will recommend so. Oh, you got to watch this, yeah. and I'm like, that's never going to happen. You don't know me at all. You have no idea what I'm going to like. Is this why you've watched several episodes of Bunheads? Because <laughs> I recommended it. I'm like Amy Sherman Palladino, pre Maisel. You should check what out. What was Bunheads. the Parker Posey show that she did? The Amy Sherman Palladino Parker Posey show? Yeah. I don't know if I know. It this. was Parker Posey and Lauren Ambrose, like maybe okay. half a season on Fox. No idea. Not that long ago. Maybe pre Bunheads. Okay. Pre Gilmore Girls. That's how I measure year time. in the life. <laughs> pre or post Bunheads? It's PB. Um, which is oh, also Bunheads me. Is, yeah, PB. Um, and Bunheads is one word, so that, that makes sense. <laughs> we could look it up, but I'm not going to take my phone up. But no. there was a show on Fox with those two. I don't remember. And it was an Amy Sherman Palladino show. And I'm pretty sure she knew from the moment she thought of it how it was going to end. Th- that I'm joking. <laughs> that was her big thing about Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And if was the ending of A Year in the Life what she always planned? What's A Year in the Life? The four episode thing on Netflix. Oh, I didn't see that. You didn't watch it? No. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> because no, I do know why. What because kind of Gilmore Girls fan. I am are you? a Gilmore Girls fan. My wife has never seen, or she's seen like the first season, and I okay. think it was something I always thought we should watch together. And I just did, like she, you know, like it's am like I going to go through four like sixty to ninety minute episodes? I know I should watch it, and but it's I, not very good, right? Uh. It starts good and then it stops being good to yeah. me. Yeah. And when it gets to where it gets, what's it called? A year in the life. Yeah, man, I did because each episode is a season. I think I was kind of out. Of, I mean, I just like checked out at that point too, just like not. Well, the last season of the show, maybe the last few seasons, were kind of rough because she had left and somebody else took over, and it kind of went in a direction that <laughs> I wasn't crazy about. Yes, I do remember that about yes, the original. Welcome back to Gilmore Girls cast. But here's we the thing: talking too. about Enterprise, Maisel <laughs> talking about a different. Is a show WB that should show. be the best show, and it's not the I've best show. I've never seen it. It's one of those shows that people recommend a lot, and I haven't watched but it. But there's something that you said about Maisel that is so prescient. and, and I said something about a show I've never seen? Yes. Oh, Because wow. I explained Good job, what me. I thought my problem with it was, and you said something. Now, I'm, <laughs> I, I hope this was you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about – here's another comparison. You've got – in the early 2000s, you've got two shows coming out, one called 30 Rock and oh. one called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. I'm going to interrupt you for one second, and yes. it's fine to keep talking about this. I recorded a podcast earlier today with JB, the overrated, underrated, and ugly, and this exact conversation took place. Well, then never mind. No, it's fine. Listen to that. Not everybody listened podcast. to that episode, so go ahead. Well, just how- But we used this exact dichotomy. It's a great example, though. It, it explains so much, where it's like you've got two shows about sketch comedy. One is purporting itself to be the funniest show ever. One is, is all about how the show is not great. It's all the stuff around that's really funny, but the show itself is not great. And 30 rock is that show. And the first one is studio 60. Right. And how do you live up to those expectations? Right. How do you, if you're going to present yourself as the funniest thing ever, you better damn well, make sure that your shit is funny. Right. And I think Maisel suffers from that too. Maisel is all about a female comic in the fifties. Now, granted, a lot of it is context. A lot of it is sort of like what would be funny back then? What, um, so with the social content, you know, uh, there's a lot of for the show to work. Her stand up needs to be great. That's exactly my okay. point. And her stand up is probably the worst thing about that show. Uh, is my opinion. I do think the show is beautiful. She looking. has Brett Butler writing her routines, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, she the star of Grace Under Fire, Grace maybe Under Fire a show I never saw. No, 
I think it was on. I think I saw it. I think my mom watched it. <laughs> I, I just watched whatever my parents. I think it watched. came on after Home Improvement, another right. show I've never seen. It was on a uh, TJF. Yeah, I think no, no. that wasn't TJF. No. no, different night of the week. Mm-hmm, both ABC, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. both built around stand-ups shows. I never watched. You know what show I did watch? Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still have. I found a box of VHS tapes. I still have Enterprise series premiere on nice. a VHS tape. Like you I were could watch there from day one, all the commercials, the too. launch of UPN, absolutely. Um, anyway, so the whole point is sort of, uh, of like, Maisel, is this thing on. You got Tony Shalhoub. It's beautiful. It's colorful. It feels like this fantastical musical from the fifties. And and I think uh, um, the actress who plays Maisel, whose name uh, Rachel Brosnahan, is so talented and and is doing her best work. It's a very fast His Girl Friday, Gilmore Girls chatter show. Yeah. But her stand-up is just not funny. Okay. And um, it's not about uh, gender. It's not about anything like that. It's just about, you know, like, I want to laugh really hard. And sometimes it's, like, so ham-fisted and sort of like, I guess maybe in the 50s if I put myself in that mindset. But it's like, it's I'm in 2019 watching it. So that's a weird... I have another question. People are going to really dislike me. Here's my next question. How the yeah. fuck did we get on Gilmore Girls? <laughs> like, no. what was the tangent? Bunheads? What were we talking about? Bunheads. Okay. Recommending stuff, mm. recommending stuff. Mm. I'm to the point now where I don't really, except for on the website, which is what the website is, me right. recommending or not recommending stuff. Um, but like to people in regular life, I don't really recommend no. stuff anymore. Because not I've, even me used to oh, send me so no, many recommendations. Because I was always wrong. No, I would no, no. Stuff and I would be no. Way off you base. were wrong like one or two times. That are definitely it lives on brought up. But it's funny because you're wrong. <laughs> In one or two ways that are brought up because they're so funny, <laughs> which I think is like the, the flip side of that. That the thought the, it would be your double edged sword of that is sort of like it's funny, but I also like have now killed any chance of future <laughs> recommendations. But no, you'd recommend stuff all the time, like the the Martin Starr uh, war movie you recommended to me, where he's like a returning vet. With oh yeah, the, is it Dina Shahibi? Is the I don't remember the name of that movie. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there, there's one where there's like a monster in Europe, the, a female that's a monster that's like a yeah. What's that one? <laughs> <laughs> it's one I, word. But my point is, I love. What is wrong with it? Hasn't happened the names of anything. It hasn't happened in a bit. Spring is the monster in Europe. Yes, that's good. It is really good. Yeah, I and can't. the Martin Starr movie with. Is it uh, I might not Amira even and Sam? It is Amira and Amira and Sam. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Shit. but I'd love the one I love. <laughs> those nights when I'd like get a random text from Patrick, like, "Hey, check out uh, this movie." Like with all the in, and obviously we're friends. We give each other disclaimers where it's like it's probably not going to be your top ten movie, <laughs> but it, you're going to enjoy it. Kind of like you recommended recently, Britney runs a marathon. It's on Amazon Prime. Like, right. Check this out. You'll enjoy it. Um, like the long shot. <laughs> I insist on putting the in front of the long shot. I watched the long shot on an airplane and it's funny. And I made my wife watch it because I insist that she have my taste. <laughs> Full circle back to the future. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's weird because again, the website is like, I'm, I'm very confident in my own opinions and I've been very fortunate that I came into that position before launching the website where I don't think there was really any time on the website where I was second guessing or recommending something because I thought I should recommend it. I'm very comfortable, like loving the shit that I love, you know? Uh, and I mean like literal bad shit, you know, like, um, and we've been very fortunate that an audience has, found us and embraced us for those reasons i I, either because they also love that same bad shit 
um, oh, I also love, you know, direct-to-video action movies, or I also love Puppet Master, you know. <laughs> um, or they're just understanding of us, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'm not always going to agree with this guy, but I like that he likes what he likes. Yeah. You know, whatever. I think that's a, uh, that's a great way to put it. You like what you like, and I think anytime you find a person who's that sort of honest about how they come across things or how they how they present what they like, it's like, I like what I like. And again, it speaks to, we talked before when we were at, we were at Taco Bell. Yeah. Don't, don't be jealous. Be I, I made them make me a Mexi milk. Uh, he did. <laughs> and they did it. <laughs> it was delicious. They listened to him. But it's the thing, I know we, 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 we fillet, bloviate what uh, <laughs> our audience and the people who listen to the show, but it's, it's such a positive community, but that's, that's the reason why it's that you like what you like. And you're honest about how you come across things. I w- was on Twitter very briefly today, and I was looking at, I was scrolling through my feed, and I came across Lights Camera Jackson. Lights <laughs> you, Camera you Jackson. Follow Lights Camera Jackson. I do. He <laughs> follows me, so I follow him. That's right. Um, he's the kid. He's not a kid anymore. He's right? probably like eighteen or nineteen. Now, oh, wow! But he's still the kid film critic, you yeah. know. And his opinions are nonsense, and <laughs> I don't feel like I know much about him based on the things that he recommends. Sure. It's like, I love 1917. You know, you'll love World War One in one take. Uh, you might love 1917. But <laughs> it's a World War One movie. I Shot think any recommendation take. you give me that's four numbers in a row, I probably won't like. <laughs> 1408. <laughs> ding, ding. Damn it. Uh, it's a war movie, so you might like no, it. No, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. And it's one I, shot. World War One, though, is a... Boring war. Yeah. It, it's a, it's not, not one of those good wars. No, it's not like World War Two. <laughs> the not sequel. Like Saving Private Ryan. Exactly. Um, he listed his top ten of the decade. Okay. I don't remember nine of them, right? Because they were like, they didn't tell me anything about him. But one of them was Morning Glory... The movie with Rachel McAdams? About the morning like news, news show with Harrison Ford and Holy. Diane Keaton. No one talks about that movie. I'd still look at see, uh, one scene from that movie, but that's about it. If it was on TNT, you would skip it. Yes. Like, I'm not saying no one talks about that movie, and they should. I'm saying no one talks about that movie because... Why would anyone talk no, about that? No, it's movie? just not it's this It's little, not a bad movie. No, it's just it was like cute. maybe this little pleasant thing that you saw on a Sunday afternoon and then you forgot. And it has stuck with him to the point where he's calling it one of the best films of the decade. That is interesting. It's fascinating to yes. me. <laughs> not good necessarily, but fascinating. That's what makes him if he was a more honest critic, well, I don't know. And maybe he is. I'm not maybe, suggesting right, that he's right. not honest, but like that it to me is like took way balls more to interesting. Say that. <laughs> right. Holy moly. Yeah. Morning Glory. That's such a funny like joke movie you'd put on a list. <laughs> right. Like, this it's is the perfect joke movie the top because 10. it's obscure enough without <laughs> right. being so obscure. Or it's without like, being so on the nose like, oh, right. that's obviously a bad movie. Exactly. It's like just a movie right. that ex- came out and, and it existed. <laughs> it's one of the ten best. I was like, wow. That, mm. That's something. I have a question for you. What up? Um, I don't know if you will or you won't. Um, I suggest... I, I suggest and I hope that you do do a maybe a top 10 of the decade. Okay. But do you th- would you put parameters on yourself? Probably. Like would you do. say uh, only one Tarantino? Oh, interesting. Or only one, you know, whatever, director or I think director is kind of the big category because yeah. obviously an actor, you don't really, you know, they could be in lots of great movies. Because, man, there's like a couple Tarantinos in there that I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I know you love, love, love Hateful Eight. I think that would be on my list. Um, I don't know if you've lived long enough with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but man, that movie is I love it. really good. Yeah, no, I for sure love it. Um, and by this 
time the time by the time this podcast comes out i will have already named it as my favorite movie of 2019 oh cool um it's really really great Sorry. Morning Just, Glory is in my decade. List. There, there Please keep them straight. Um, I probably would only put one Tarantino, hmm. um, one movie per director. What's was Hateful Eight your number one? It was the number one the year it came out. It was. Okay. And I think it's only improved with age because the country has gotten uglier and angrier. Hmm. And it perfectly, <laughs> it perfectly matches what's going on in Hateful Eight. Like, yeah. I've said this a few places, but hateful eight's greatest crime was coming out a few years too early mm. because if it came out now, people would be like Tarantino has perfectly captured the spirit of America in the 2019. Would they say zeitgeist? They might say the word zeitgeist. <laughs> um, but I think it came out in 2016 maybe. And people were just like, it's ugly. It's too long. It's yeah. set in one place. Um, I literally like watched it again as soon as December hit because it's one of those great snow movies. Um, and it ended and then I started watching it again, <laughs> which is like, that's fascinating. There's only a handful of movies I've ever done that with, uh, where I've like watched them twice in a row. Yeah. The first one I remember is the sure thing when I had mono in high school, mm, the kissing disease. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing the point. <laughs> Who did you kiss? I'm trying to bring up Zuniga. <laughs> um, is that the one where it's, it's a cross country thing? Yes. yes. Cusack and Zuniga. Cusack and Daphne Zuniga. Fucking delightful. Yeah. And if you have mono, I highly recommend it. It will make you feel better. I get mono. Uh, <laughs> I name a few women from high school. I, I still give it to you. carry the gene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those recessive mono genes. <laughs> mono um, genes. What's interesting is I, I have shied away from doing a best of the decade, and everybody's doing their best of the decade. Sure. I've kind of shied away from it. Um, because I think about it and I'm overwhelmed because I'm like, I put way too much stock in it, you know? And you and I, you were mentioning this before we recorded, before F This Movie, we had this little podcast that we did almost as a test. Hmm. Uh, and we did like 15 episodes and they weren't really released no. ever. It was just something that we were doing to- And we shared them with each other. Right. I don't know if there was a, even a forum to- It was not I mean, movie I could have specific. Found a, no, it wasn't. It was um, just about us talking, another friend of ours too. But yeah, we did- um, we did an episode where we named because our other friend who was less into movies couldn't be there one night. So we were like, well, let's talk movies. So we did a best of the decade, like 2000 to 2009. Um, I don't remember what I named at all, but I probably slaved over my list. I remember my number one was Inglorious Bastards, I believe, which had just come, come <laughs> yeah. out. But I still, I, I, I stand by that, I think. <laughs> um, and I'm sure Warhorse was definitely on yours. <laughs> I should go back and just listen to every top 10 episode just to scratch my fucking head. So that's kind of what I was going to say. Is- but that's funny, though, because you're, you're so you're not precious about it, but you do slave over it. You want to make sure it's right. But at the same time, it's like, but it's what literally it only a document of that week. You know what right. I It's yeah. like, because six months later, I'm like, oh, right. my list would look totally different. So my you we bought a zoo would be higher on the list is what you're saying. <laughs> Did I put it on there? I don't know. I might have. I think it was one of my underrated. I don't think I put it on my top. I don't think I had the. I think it was bumped out by Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I'm kidding. Have you seen that movie? Yes. That's that's a terrible. That's I, I'm on record it as saying it's bored a, the shit it is, out of me. I don't even know what's going on. It's so dumb. Yeah. No. I, I know people really like it. I it, sure it really bored. Are people me. still talking about it. Is Lights Camera Jackson still talking about Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? Uh, is Harrison Ford in it? <laughs> Does he have an earring in it? <laughs> um, one would think that I could very easily make a top 10 of the decade by simply 
grabbing my number one from each year that we've done it. But that's so that, not some what my are, list would look like. Not duds, but some years are weaker and some years are stronger. So I but think don't you think that, that pool of 100 movies or 90 movies? No, it's 100 movies from 0 to 9. From, Jesus. Right? It's 100 wow. movies. Yeah. Do you think that your 10 are in there? Or do you think there's some outlier that didn't make a list that might make a... I was wondering that because I think one of the movies that would be on my list, and people are going to think this is crazy... Uh, is Lucky McKee's The Woman. Hmm. And I'm not positive that was on any of my lists. But it also might have been. Is it possible you saw it after the year was up? No. That didn't make a... It might have been on one of my that's lists. That's almost every year where it's like, oh, shit, right. I should have put this because it's right. like I see something so much later right? where it's like, oh, I missed it. But I remember the year we saw her. Yes. It was like after we had all done our list. Oh, my like, gosh. Well, yeah. that probably would have been on there. By the way, I've never gone back and rewatched I've gone her. back and watched it. I loved her when I saw it in the theater, and I went back and watched it. And it's still good, but it I, it didn't... The um, spell was broken. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But I still love so much about it. I think it's more about, for me, that experience of... Um, it's such a interesting vision of the future that I think is more accurate than a lot of like the dystopian shit or like, you know, some black mirror kind of crazy <laughs> future or whatever, that it's just like a little different yeah. and a little more of extreme of what we're already doing. Right. The fashions aren't that crazy. No one's wearing like just a lot of high waisted pants right? yeah. and tiny mustaches. Yeah. But no, it's, it's a good movie. But I remember just the, the spell I remember liking it a little bit. Yeah. Cause I remember being pretty like blown away when I first saw that. Right. I pick, I think. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, another movie that might, if we do a best of the decade, I'm already giving away all my yeah, movies. I hear it. Um, Hateful Eight would be in there. Hateful Eight would be in there. The Woman would be in there. But not Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because you have a weird rule. Probably not Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Irishman would be in there. It would not be. Like, I love Snowpiercer. It was my number one the year that it came out. I don't think it would be in there. Oh, I know another number one would probably not be in there. Um, the movie about the, it's the epic Asian. The um, Handmaiden. The Handmaiden. Probably not. Probably not in there. And no. I know, I don't know why I know that. I feel so strongly about that, but it's like, cause I know you loved it, but it's also like, right. I think you just, you're happy to leave it there. Yeah. In a way. Um, Hail Caesar, the Coen brothers movie. Mm. I think. Starring Solo. Correct. Alden Ehrenreich. Mm. Um, would that it were. Um, I think that would be in my best. It was probably like my number five. Sure. Almost didn't make my list. Not a particularly well-liked Coen Brothers movie. This decade has also seen The Ballad of Buster Shrugs, Scruggs and the other one that everybody loves so much. Yes. Oscar that Isaac one. as a musician. Oh, yeah. Inside, Inside Lewin Davis. Davis. Jesus, I can't think of anything right now. It's late. Um, Inside Lewin Davis holds up. I watched that again. It's good. Super good. Yeah. Probably a better movie than uh, Hail, Hail Caesar. Caesar. Hail Caesar would be on my list. But that speaks again. It's about coming across stuff honestly, being true to yourself. What you like is what you like. I think about even, um, what was it, 2013, we put out our best, our top five of all time lists. Oh, for like our 100th episode? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, Mine really um, hasn't changed. <laughs> no, and well, I'm going to go rattle off what I remember. Back to the Future, Wizard yeah. of Oz, yeah. La Belle et la Bête. Yeah. Um, help me out. Matinee. Matinee, duh. Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom of the Paradise. Um, I feel pretty comfortable still naming those as my five. I don't even know what I put. Beating the Beast, I love. Maybe I could swap that out. You'd put. You'd actually sub it without the the remake with the Emma Watson, Watson <laughs> uh, Dan Stevens. I never saw it. It's uh, no. I saw it in the theater. I think we had a free ticket, and I was like, "Ah, eh, this is still it. overpaid." Yeah, kind of. I mean, it was just like it was an afternoon that I. 
it's not terrible, but it's just right. like what what's I just the whole time I'm just like I don't understand why I'm watching this. Like mm-hmm. it's such a weird fan fiction type thing <laughs> that's like better quality than most every other movie, but still feels like fan fiction. Right. You know. Um No, my top five I think were It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Uh, I think I put Blues. No, did I? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I honestly don't remember, that and that's why there. again the fluidity of like that week. Ferris Bueller. Um, I'm ashamed that I Starship can't Troopers probably probably, and a lot of it was like I, I was so embarrassed. I think at the time, like there's a lot of like I don't know, this is not. <laughs> no, good. I loved those shows. That was fun because again, yeah. that's like a peek inside someone's brain. Well, right, right, and I loved even at the time. I think Hollywood Heath Holland put Rocky two, Rocky his, three, Rocky three. Of because I had to rewatch Rocky three, and it was like what the in it's a bold choice the, in in the mouth of Madeline, you know, like in the mouth <laughs> of madness of Serial uh, at Midnight, dude, Rocky three. Like, so much of his other stuff is like this. Like I get this about Heath, right, like, but it's right. like, holy cow. And you know what? That's interesting. It's yes. fascinating. It's Morning what Glory. Makes him, exactly. It's what I'm not even suggesting. I don't think I've, I've, I've seen Rocky Three. It's been 25 yes, years, ma'am. but uh, it's, it's so great. And that's the whole point. It's right. just like great movies that don't have to be like the AFI list. Right. You know, like you right. make it your own. And right. if you love something, love it. You know, right. um, I do think that I, I put a rule, not a rule, but I remember. Back to the Future might be one of my top ten movies. How maybe could it not one. be? Well, exactly. But then I was like, I know it's your sure. like exactly. So I felt right. weird about. I didn't want to do that. Um, I think Goodfellas ended up on more than one list because I think it was on Mike's and Erica's. And that actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. It, and I would, <clears throat> I would be almost more miffed if it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like because <laughs> right. it's so true to who they are right. that if it wasn't, it, it'd be weird. Um, and it's it, and honestly, it's like when you say. Goodfellas, Doug. Like, and I'm I'm saying like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's like, a, <laughs> like I feel like an asshole, right? Like, how no. can you not put Goodfellas? Love on what you list? love. It's so good. Of course it is. Oh my gosh. But I also just recognize certain movies and certain filmmakers. I know that Scorsese speaks more to Erica than he does to me. Sure. And I think too, like when you do a, it's it's a little different. I think too when you do like top five or whatever top whatever list of your life or of all time, because I think so much of it has to have a story. Um, has to be like when I saw this, I was this age, and right. this happened, right, right, right. and this uh, my parents were doing this, right. and or it was my first time I realized it could be art, you know, or something like that, you know. Um, of course, that's where I'd say Ferris Bueller Day Off. Okay, all those <laughs> things, check, check, check. <laughs> I do like it, even though he's an asshole and oh. uh, he's what a prick, and I can't believe he did that. Ferris Bueller is canceled. What a Rooney. <laughs> What a Rooney. <laughs> Doug and I were both slightly taken aback when uh, Ferris Bueller played last year's at this movie fest and was met with backlash. backlash. I was surprised. I thought it was a no-brainer home run. It's such a I programmed well-known. it into the lineup and right. I was like, what? Why are people shitting on this movie? It's so well-known and sort of – sort of, you, you could, it's the kind of movie you could watch and half-watch while tweeting, mm-hmm. which is the whole point of I – mean, not the whole point, but one of the points of a middle – middle of the pack right. of the five or six movies right, right. where you could like watch it. It feels it's like a warm blanket. It feels comfortable. You could tweet while it's going on. And yeah, there was probably like 10 or 15 <laughs> people that were like kind of piling on and, and they saw a window of like, this is my chance to be contrarian. And they all went for it. And I was like, <laughs> fuck all you. This is so like, this isn't about that. Like, yes, were he's an asshole. texting me separately? I feel I like you were. I think I posted <laughs> I like I one or two angry. comments and I'm just kind of like, I think I did a parody tweet. That might have been what it was their... that I was reading your tweets, knowing that it was making you angry. Yeah, because I'm in my in bedroom in California. My kids are downstairs, and I'm like enjoying this moment with my like this bonded connection with right. all my friends in Chicago and across the the world, basically. 
And then like some new people had to ruin it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm also the guy that insisted on having Goonies in it, one of the earlier ones. <laughs> Goonies played. It's fine. Goonies did not play. Goonies was a... Really? Uh, I, my memory of Goonies during the, like, the played. second F This Movie Fest. Maybe, uh, 82, 91, I think the third. It is a long movie, which is not always a good... <laughs> good you know uh choice for that for a festival and it's um yeah no it just it, there's a lot of dead spots and i remember feeling especially and i'm sure part of it is because i was a little i was a, a little higher on it than everyone else was i was sure. championing it were you here for that one yeah you were. i was here for that yeah because that's so, the year we made the video yeah so i was just kind of like <laughs> guys just just I wait they like it right. doing that man thing forcing us to watch goonies oh and gosh, insisting if you guys watch like this it. you'll understand me better <laughs> If you like it, I'll like you more. <laughs> That's like what it is. It I is. Just, uh, it's such a weird phenomenon. It is. And I, I subscribed to it. I want to say, I want to say past tense. I subscribed to that in my early 20s. I think, I'd like to think I'm past that now. And again, when you meet the right person, I think it kind of like all clicks and you don't have to do that bullshit stuff. Well, and you were dating some of the people you were dating uh, <laughs> in terms of the arts Yes. Were perhaps emptier vessels. Yes. They had interests outside of movies. Yes. So it was like, oh, your cup is empty. Let me fill it for you with the stuff that I like. That's a great way to say it. <laughs> or another way to say it is that you go to the music box and you watch oh, shit. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's in 70 millimeter. And in 70 millimeter, a rare print, <laughs> uh, probably the only time I've ever seen it theatrically. Yeah. And the girl you're dating at one point stands up and walks out of the theater, not in protest, no, just because she, she she got bored, got bored, and or had to get up and walk around something. Yeah, holy shit! And uh, I was taken aback. Did not, I will say in my defense, it did not detract from my enjoyment of it. I was able to still like be like, "Fuck that!" I'm watching Raiders. <laughs> like I did not care. I'm standing here till Tote's face melts. I think actually it was more you and I commiserating after the fact. Like, wait a minute, that was fucked up. You know, like that I was all like irked. That's something that I probably still comes up like twice a year it's between funny. me and Erica. It's like, funny. Yeah. I'm glad that I could provide you and your <laughs> wife hours of entertainment with my like numerous relationship foibles. I, that just that just floored me that like being bored by Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm going to start a podcast called Relationship Foibles. I like it. <laughs> I have a theme song. It goes like this. It's been a long <laughs> Enterprise. <laughs> it starts off really rough. Oh yeah, the whole third first season, season is so good. Third Zindi, the third season. Yeah, I think a little 9-11 happened. No, the whole first season is like yeah, rough. And say? every once in a while, you get to a it's like a oh shit, this is gonna be a Yoshi episode. Yes, <laughs> like, this is not. Well, you get to a point like compared to like a superhero movie where it's like you know that this person, person A, becomes superhero A, and you got to go through. Now we're past like there's been so many superhero movies that like the origin story is so like right. I, I'm right. I don't care oh about my this. God, right? But like you know that Paul is going to be a valued member of the team. But like for <laughs> fucking seventeen episodes, it's like why are you here? You don't want me here. I don't want to be here either. Why don't you leave? And it's like oh my gosh, just kiss already. <laughs> you know, like it gets to that point. I want Paul to kiss me. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, that's probably good. We could probably wrap up. <laughs> I feel like we said everything there is to say. You've said it all. <laughs> I love having you here. Me, uh, I love being here. Chicago Absolutely. I would love for you to be on the podcast more, but I know you're a busy man. I appreciate. I miss Doug episodes. Thank you. You're very kind to say that. I appreciate you having me on the podcast, even though I've stepped back a little bit, that you still extend me the opportunity to be on the show. It really means a lot to me just to be part of this awesome community and to 
to say my dumb jokes and uh, I love your dumb jokes. You're the you're the one. <laughs> That's a good thing you're the host because no one else would invite me. If it was some other, I was like that guy's jokes are terrible. Well, now you all get to hear them. <laughs> if you don't get mad at me, in fact, get mad at Patrick. You're like, why is that guy Doug on the show? Yeah, blame Patrick. I take it all. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Leave it in the comments right underneath. Adam Risky's comment about cool runnings and what's the second one? Yes. What's the second? Of course. <laughs> The I've podcast, it was another podcast we are going to do about Enterprise, if we should do it. No, was that it? I don't should think that Enterprise was cast? Well, you should no, comment. Clearly the answer is yes. The, yeah, what, you know what? And you know what? We don't need confirmation. We don't need your buy-in for that. That might just be something we do. What will our podcast about Enterprise be called? It's got to be super clever. Yes. A reference to the show. Yes, but also clever. Like, uh, uh, yeah, we'll think of it, everyone. Fourth. And X want to Paul to podcast to podcast maybe to podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to FS Movie.